door, trying to get it tied. Kennedy scores! And will cater in. Yes! He has the crossbar! Kennedy looking, center shot. You're listening to Impact Sports Radio, and this is Behind the Mask. Welcome back to Impact Sports Behind the Mask. I'm your host, Jason Ruff, usually alongside my partner, Brian Bobel. But unfortunately, Mr. Stats in the Hat is feeling a tad bit under the weather today, so we wish him a speedy recovery. Welcome, of course, to all our listeners to our first broadcast of 2015. New year, new semester, and hopefully a clean slate for Michigan State hockey. We have a lot of stuff to cover, plenty of Spartan hockey headlines over the week, some good, some bad, and some ugly, so let's get right into it. Over the break, Michigan State Spartans compiled a 2-1 record, 3-1 if you count the 4-1 exhibition win over the U.S. National Development Team. The Spartans beat out Clarkson back in mid-December, a high-scoring affair. Michigan State emerged victorious in that one 6-4. That win set up a strong Spartan run in the 50th annual Great Lakes Invitational Tournament where the Spartans outlasted the Ferris State Bulldogs 2-0 to reach the GLI Finals for only the second time in the Tom Anastas era. Fast-forwarding ahead a little bit, the Spartans set some more firsts during an exhibition with the U.S. National Team Development Program. The Spartans beat the U18s 4-1 for the first time in the Anastas era. Freshman Dylan Pavlik picked up his first goal, Ed Minnie his first win. Michigan State is now 3-1-1 one, one out of the last five games, including the exhibition game. Not including, that'd be about 2-1-1. One, one. However, the, the only bad spot on Michigan State's record over winter break was they lost the GLI Finals game to arch-rival Michigan by a score of 2-1. For only the second time in four years, the Spartans have yielded the GLI championship crown to the hockey team from Ann Arbor. It was the 300th meeting between the two schools, the most in any rivalry in college hockey. In the last 16 games, Michigan State is 4-11-1 against U of M. And this was a game that Michigan State really could have won. Michigan Wolverines were missing their four top players who were playing away at the U.S. World Junior Tournament. But I got to tell you, folks... The talent level between the two teams was very sorely evident. Michigan carried the play for about two of the three periods. Spartans just couldn't get any offensive production. And Jake Hildebrand was basically put under siege. Now, Jake Hildebrand is a very good goaltender, and he played a standout game. But after a while, the talent level takes over, and you could tell who has the more talented roster. That's Michigan. And even though MSU came out with a push in the third, they can only get one goal. That would be Rhett Holland's first of his career. So congratulations to him. But again, not enough net front presence. And Michigan State coach Tom Anastas said that after the game. Had Michigan State needed to get more net front presence, they might have gotten another goal force overtime. And when that happens, you never know. But of course, the notab- there was one notable absence in the Spartan hockey team over the past few weeks. And that has been senior forward Matt Berry. Barry was first scratched in the second game of the Minnesota Home Series on December 6th and has been out of the lineup ever since. At this week's press conference, head coach Tom Anastas revealed that Barry was forced to leave the team and, quote, reassess life as a Spartan hockey player, unquote. As to why the senior was forced to take a leave of absence, Tom Anastas said, quote, Matt was not meeting certain obligations that we felt every player on our team needs to meet, unquote. Barry is the second-leading scorer on the team with seven goals and eight assists on the season and has recently rejoined the program earlier in the week. However, Coach Anastas said he would be unlikely to travel with the team to Hockey Valley. 
or Happy Valley, whichever one you prefer. The Spartans are 2-1-1 one, one in Barry's absence. Look, I understand Barry's your, one of your top goal scorers, but when you put on that Spartan uniform, you represent more than just yourself. You represent your university, the students of your university, and your teammates. You represent them on and off the ice. And apparently, I, I'll be honest, I have to applaud Coach Anastas for taking such a hard stand with Matt Barry, letting it know that no matter how skilled you are, you have to answer to a, answer to a higher standard. And so far, it hasn't negatively impacted Michigan State. Could they use? Could have you? Could have they have used Barry back in the Michigan series when they really needed a goal scorer? Yeah, maybe. But how? Re, really, how much of a difference would that have make? Would adding one guy make? One guy does not make a team. So hopefully, Michigan State's Matt Barry will return very, very soon. Hopefully, next weekend when the Spartans take on Ohio State here in East Lansing, hopefully he'll be back with a vengeance and play like a complete man possessed. Because I tell you what. That is something the Michigan State Spartans really could use right about now. I mean, they're playing their absolute best hockey of the season, and they need to really push forward here in the Big Ten play. Switching over to women's hockey now, the Spartan D1 women's club team didn't have the start to 2015 they were hoping for. After being one of only two teams in the ACHA to be undefeated, the Spartans' unbeaten streak ended after they fell to the Robert Morris Eagles 6-3 last Saturday night after playing to a 2-2 tie the previous evening. On Saturday, on the Saturday night loss, Lauren Grieg led the Spartan charge against the Eagles with two goals to sandwich with Hannah Lensing strike midway through the second period, but the Eagles matched the Spartans blow for blow and skated to a 6-3 victory. The Eagles, however, get this, the Eagles had only 10 skaters available for both games. Meanwhile, Michigan State had a full roster. Now, I know you're wondering, how the heck does a team with only 10 skaters beat a full Michigan State squad? I'll tell you, Al. Because the Eagles played a much better team game than Michigan State. It's just plain and true. When the Michigan State would get the puck on a two-on-one, they'd basically skate as far as they could into the offensive zone and then take a shot. There was little offensive team play by the Michigan State Spartans. Meanwhile, the Eagles, they were making passes left and right, going for backdoor plays, and it showed on Saturday night. It just did. It was a good win by the Robert Morris Eagles, and Michigan State unfortunately suffers their first loss of the season so far. However, despite the subpar weekend, MSU actually moved up in the ACHA standings to 10th place. The Spartans' next series will be against arch-rival Michigan at Mon Ice Arena this Saturday and Sunday. Let's now switch to Around the Boards, check in on all the Big Ten D1 hockey action here. As we'll also take a look at the Big Ten standings so far. We'll start with the leader of the Big Ten in the Michigan Wolverines, who have 12 points. They're also ranked now number 19 back in the top 20. That comes after a devastating sweep against the Minnesota Golden Gophers, the first time the Gophers have been swept by a Big Ten team in conference play. It's crazy. The Wolverines right now are 4-1-0 in conference play, 12-7-0 overall. They play a round against OSU this coming weekend. Last time Michigan played Ohio State in hockey, it was a total blowout for the Wolverines. Ohio State looking to reverse that trend, maybe get a little bit of revenge. Hopefully they do because it's looking like Michigan is really gearing up to run away with this thing. Meanwhile, however, tied with them with 12 points are the Penn State Nittany Lions, formerly number 20. They've now dropped out of the rankings They after a split series against Ohio State last weekend. Uh, the Nittany Lions are 4-1-0 in conference as well, also boasting a 10-7-2 record. They host the Michigan State Spartans this coming weekend. 
In third place with six points is Ohio State. Again, they split at Penn State. They offer a 2-3-0 conference record with a 7-10-2 overall record. As earlier stated, the Buckeyes will play one game at home against the University of Michigan. Michigan State Spartans, with five points, come in at fourth in the Big Ten. They beat the U.S. National Team Development Program 4-1 to in exhibition matchup. A very surprising win there for Michigan State, and one they definitely needed. Too bad it doesn't count. The Spartans are 1-2-1 and in conference play, 7-10-1 overall. They travel this weekend to face off the Nittany, against the Nittany Lions in Happy Valley. And also coming in at fifth place here is the Minnesota Golden Gophers, the number 16 Minnesota Golden Gophers, with only four points in conference. They were Again, they were swept by the University of Michigan Wolverines. The Gophers have a 1-2-1 conference slate, but a 10-7-1 overall ranking. They host a series against their arch-rival, the Wisconsin Badgers. And Wisconsin's been surprising a couple people. The Badgers have gotten a couple wins. Minnesota needs to sweep this series. Otherwise, things are not looking too good for the defending regular season Big Ten champions. And finally, at dead last in the Big Ten with zero points is the Wisconsin Badgers. They tied but then lost to Boston Boston University, who was ranked number one at the time, I believe, but don't quote me on that. The Badgers are 0-2-2 in conference so far, 2-12-2 overall. Really unfortunate for the Badgers after being so high, then to go so low. The scoring leaders of the Big Ten is, by far and away, the Michigan Wolverines. The Wolverines have 73 goals for in only 19 games played. That's crazy. The defensive leaders for the Big Ten is actually a tie between the Minnesota Golden Gophers and the Michigan State Spartans, both allowing only 46 goals against. So Michigan State defense still holding firm. It's the offense that needs to pick up. And let's now finally head to our... Final segment as we preview Michigan State's upcoming series against the Penn State Nittany Lions. This weekend, the Spartans will hit the road to play the Penn State Nittany Lions after being last year's Big Ten backwater. The Nittany Lions have surprised everyone and are currently tied for first place in the Big Ten. PSU leads nearly every category against Michigan State except goals allowed per game. Last year, Michigan State made the citizens of Happy Valley a little bit unhappy by taking five of the six points in last year's road series. A similar performance this weekend will go a long way towards helping this team turn the corner. And let me tell you what, Michigan State, they seem to be on that cusp. They had a really, really strong run over winter break. And I have a feeling that these next four series for Michigan State, the two series against against Penn State, this one and one two more weeks, one against Ohio State, and then one more against Michigan to close out the month. This is where everyone's going to find out what this team is really made of. So we'll go now to our keys of the game. My keys to the game, quite personally, number one, be physical in front of the net and in the corners. Penn State is a team who really likes to play physical. They play a similar style as Michigan State, but unlike the Spartans, they take every shot they can get, and they are extremely physical in the corners and in front of the net. So if the Spartans have a chance to win this series, they are going to have to get bodies in front of the net and make life really difficult for Matthew Scoff. Also, limit defensive errors. This goes without saying. Hockey is a thinking man's game. When you make mental errors, they usually wind up in the back of your net. The Spartans have been doing a fairly good job limiting the defensive errors, but they could do better. And finally, our last point, the first 10 minutes are key. Pagula Ice Arena is a really good home ice advantage for the Penn State Nittany Lions. They're loud. They're intense. They're, they're really, they are an asset for the Penn State Nittany Lions. So if you're Michigan State, for both games, 
You you want to score the first goal of the game, and preferably you want to score it in the first ten minutes or so. That would get the crowd out of it. That would give your team momentum on the road and really take it to this Penn State team. That will do it for us. I'm Jason Ruff. Stay cool, Spartan Nation.